In this episode of GPU Core Content, we're going to talk about pterygiums. There's actually a bit more to pterygiums than it might initially otherwise seem. Well, just a little bit more anyway. I'm going to start with a case. So, uh, Billy Bob is a 76-year-old farmer with a history of sun exposure. He presents with a growth on both eyes he's concerned about. He's often His eyes are often dry and irritated, and he's had a lot of sun exposure in his life. If you were to see a picture of the eyes, it would look like a fleshy overgrowth of the tissue with blood supply contained therein, coming towards the pupil from the medial canthus, and it doesn't cross into the cornea. So what are the differentials of this presentation? The differentials include pterygium, pingecula, nodular episcleritis, SCC, or even conjunctivitis. So what are the features on history of pterygium? The features on history of pterygium include redness, irritation, itching. The patient noticed the growth in the mirror. And there's visual blurring if the pterygium grows over uh, the center of vision, over the axis. So how do you differentiate pingecula from pterygium? Basically, the only diagnostic difference is that pingecula doesn't cross uh, from the sclera into the cornea. How do you differentiate pterygium or pingecula from nodular episcleritis? So I guess in nodular episcleritis is a less fleshy overgrowth. It's more of a nodule. There'll be mild discomfort in episcleritis. The episcleritis will resolve temporarily with phenylephrine application which is part of the way that you would differentiate episcleritis from scleritis. The nodular episcleritis will generally resolve in two to three weeks, and there's a 26% chance of vision loss in nodular episcleritis. So what are the risk factors for developing pterygium? The risk factors for developing pterygium are age, having dry eyes, a lot of sun exposure, being male and living in a dry environment. What's the pharmacological management of pterygium? So pharmacologically you can use things like artificial tears or an ophthalmologist can use short course topical corticosteroids. What is the non-pharmacological management of pterygium? The non-pharmacologic management of pterygium includes avoiding sun exposure, using sunglasses, so UV 400 sunglasses, and referral to ophthalmologist. What are the complications of pterygium? The complications of pterygium are visual acuity loss in the affected eye if it grows over the axis. It can be associated with increased rates of macular degeneration and astigmatism. So what are the criteria for referral of pterygium to an ophthalmologist? So from the Metro North Queensland Health website, you can get a Category 2 appointment, which is within 90 days. If the pterygium is of size 3 millimeters or greater, from limbus to apex, and the visual axis is threatened, or if there's dysplasia. Category 3 is if the size is 3 millimetres or greater from limbus to apex. And out of scope for referral to ophthalmologist in Queensland Health is a pterygium less than 3 millimetres in size.
bearing in mind their referral criteria do have clinical modifiers which include impact on employment, education, home, ADLs, ability to care for others, personal frailty or safety, or identifying as ATSI. So that's it for Terygium. Uh, short and sweet, a little bit more than I thought there was going to be before we started doing this. Um, as always, references available on request. Uh, the content was created from my understanding of the disease and the public exam report on KFPs and how they're structured together. Uh, and if there's any feedback, just contact us through the Facebook page at GP Core Content. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye.